0: This is Emily Wilkins with the Evaluation, The New Age Book Club. This pod, we're going to go over chapters 5 and 6 of Jim Quick's Limitless. And um, chapter 5 is called The Spell of Belief Systems. And chapter 6 is the 7 Lies of Learning. This is part 2 of Limitless Mindset, the What. So I'm going to jump in. On page 69, uh, the very beginning of the Spell of Belief Systems, um, as I previously stated, he likes to start each chapter with some questions. And these are the three questions that he poses to us. Why do your beliefs have such an effect on your life? Why do limiting beliefs keep you from your goals? How do you reject limiting beliefs? So on page 70 and page 71, um, he goes into a story about uh, this waitress and how he was at a family reunion. There's like 20, 30 of them. And this waitress never takes any notes, gets all of the orders right, gets all of the drinks right, and he's amazed. And he's like, wow. He didn't think that that was possible. He thought for sure, okay, she's going to mess something up. So, um, I don't know if you know who Roger Bannister is, but on the page, uh, 71 at the bottom, on May 6, 1954, Bannister ran a mile in sub four minutes, three minutes and 59.4 seconds. Now, why is this important? Okay, so jump to page 72. Let's go back, uh, to Roger Bannister for a moment. Every day before May 6, 1950, 1954, people were absolutely certain that a sub-four mile was beyond the rage, range of human capabilities. 46 days after Bannister did it, someone else beat his time, and more than hundred and forty, uh, 1,400 racers have followed them. You know, so how do you how do you change your belief system, and he talks a little bit about, uh, self-talk. Self-talk is, um, so important. Um, he talks about, uh, parents and how parents play, a, a huge influence, and as I always say, I am skipping so, so much. Um, On page 76, there is a, uh, it's it's an iceberg, and above the water is behavior and words, and below is meaning, beliefs, and values. And I think there are so many things about that that, you know, we could dive in. Um, I'll leave it at, I've always been told, when you get angry... Angry is a secondary emotion. So when you're angry, or you're upset about something. Take a minute and peel back the layers. What am I really angry about? Usually, you're not actually angry. Uh, sometimes you're hurt. Sometimes you're scared. Sometimes you're disappointed. Uh, sometimes, you know, it. You know, it's really, it's really, you feel disrespected. But the idea is you have to peel back the layers. And the same thing goes with behaviors and your choice of words. All of everything that you do, for the most part, whether you realize it or not, there is some type of meaning, value, or belief system that you have created that makes you behave the way you behave sometimes it's good behavior sometimes it's bad behavior sometimes it's good words sometimes it's bad words but either way though those three things those pillars meaning beliefs and values you know they're important um something that i highlighted was uh doc dr janice felhara of emory university's adult outpatient psychotherapy program she said the inner critic isn't harmless it inhibits you, limits you, and stops you from pursuing the life you truly want to live. It robs you of peace of mind and emotional well-being and if left, left unchecked long enough. It can even lead to serious mental health problems like depression and anxiety. So I'm not saying you always control um, anxiety, depression, but definitely your inner talk, your inner self plays a huge role in shaping what you do. I'm going to skip quite a uh, a bit of, um, he has different things for different, he likes to say everyone's a genius, and he has a breakdown of four different types of geniuses, um, a a good little tidbit to leave this positive, uh, talk, though, is the Mayo Clinic notes that positive thinking that usually comes with optimism is a key part of effective stress management. The effective stress management is associated with many health benefits. They note these benefits to include increased lifespan, lower rates of depression, lower levels of uh, distress greater resistance to the common cold better psychological and physical well being better cardiovascular health and risk of death from cardiovascular disease and better coping skills during hardships and times of stress so how do you reframe your beliefs we're uh we were just on page 79 going into page 80. you give some keys here Um, Name your limiting beliefs. So start out and go, hey, I don't think I can lose weight. Or I don't think that I can be, um, I'm not a reader. I don't like to read. Okay, get the facts. Uh, You know, hey, are you really not a reader? Hey, are you really bad at uh, public speaking? Number three, create a new belief. So now you know. Hey, you've identified these limitations. You've rounded up some facts, and the fact of the matter is, now you got to figure out and say to yourself, "I am a reader. I can do these things." Um, that's pretty much how he, uh, he, he. Those are his three keys um, for reframing limiting beliefs um name your limiting belief get the facts and then create a new belief a quote that he has on page 82 is life has no limitations except the ones you make that's a quote from Les Brown I love Les Brown I've actually uh I've I've been a huge listener of motivational speakers since I was a kid um and uh that Les Brown is one of my favorite motivational speakers. So we're going to jump into chapter 6, which is the 7 Lies of Learning. And as always, he starts out the chapter with 3 questions. What are the most limiting limiting myths you tell yourself? How can you overcome the debilitating effect of these myths? And how can you turn these limiting, limiting beliefs into positive words? Woo, sorry about that. So... The first lie that he says, lie number one, is intelligence is fixed. Um, he goes into a deep dive. And the truth of the matter is an IQ score and testing has been kind of the. The fixiation of people that think they're intelligent. Well, my IQ is this, my IQ is that. And he goes, he does a deep dive and is like, no, that's just, that's not it. There's um, a book by David Schick and he goes, uh, he does a deep dive. It's called The Geniuses in All of Us. And he writes that everyone has the potential for genius or at the very least greatness. But the reason we prefer to believe that we're either a genius or not or that we're either talented or not is because it relieves us from the responsibility of taking control of our own lives. That's on page 92. So, I, I like to think that, you know, anyone, if they put the time in, can, for the most part, unless they really do have a learning disability, um, they can, they can make the change. Um, I understand that's not always possible for everyone though. And he does get into that a little bit, but we're going to go on to lie number two. We only use 10% of our brain. We've all heard this myth. Some of us heard it for the first time in a classroom. Some of us heard it from a friend. Some of us heard it through the media, maybe a documentary, a TV show or movie. The myth is usually used in context of highlighting longed for possibilities. If we only could access the rest of our brains, what could we accomplish? Uh, so the, the story has been traced back to a number of different sources, but as so often happens in the shaping of public opinion, it's likely built on the success of events. So, he, on page 94, um, he kind of breaks it down a little bit. Uh, the fact of the matter is studies have shown there is no single area of the brain that can sustain damage without a loss of ability contrary to earlier stories. Brain scans have shown that all brain areas are active no matter what the activity. Even while we sleep, all parts of our brain show activity. Our brains are energy hogs. The energy takes up only the brain takes up only 2% or 2% of space by weight and yet accounts for 20% of energy consumption so which is more than any other organ in the body um, scientists have also determined that the brains regions have distinct functions that work together after extensively mapping the brain over decades they've concluded that there are no functionless areas of the brain and lastly we learn that the brain uses a process called synaptic pruning. If we don't use a large portion of our brains, we would expect to see large areas of uh, degeneration, and we don't see that unless the brain, uh, unless there's a brain disease. So, what does this mean? Do your research. I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I I really am enjoying this book because he's cracking all these things that people have told us that limit us. I understand the book is called Limitless, but, you know, a lot of times I've read these motivational and or self-help books. And so far, you know, I think there's only a handful that I can say that have actually helped me. So, as always, go get the book. But we're going to go on to uh, lie number three, mistakes are failures, I'm not going to jump into that because I think that's pretty plain and simple. If you make a mistake, um, it's only a failure if you don't learn from it. I think that's an age-old tale, or or age-old adage that we've all heard. Learn from your mistakes. It's only a failure if you don't learn from it. Uh, Lie number four, knowledge is power. So, the phrase has been cut down. And the original quote by hobbes thomas hobbes is actually the end of knowledge this is on page 97 the end of knowledge is power and the use of theorems is for the construct of problems and lastly the scope of all speculation is the performing of some action or thing to be done so you can see why they cut that down but the truth of the matter is knowledge is important but if you're not if you're not putting it into action then it's not powerful. Um, I think this is a this is a key to open a lot of doors. You know, words are important, but actions speak louder. Number uh, number five lie number five. Learning new things is very difficult. We hear this all the time. Um. But the truth is, you just have to put the time in, and you have to know how you learn. Um, this is page 98 to 99. He goes into great detail and he continues on to 100 where he says, here's the truth. Sometimes it is hard to learn new things. What's more accurate is to understand that learning is a set of methods, a process that can certainly be easier when you know how to learn new belief. When you learn new ways how to learn the challenge of learning new things can be fun, easier and more enjoyable. I already use his process of 25 minutes of studying five minutes of a break, go back. And I've already started to retain more. So I, I think that that's something to keep in mind. Lie number six. The criticism of other people other people matters. So this is on page 101. And he's, uh, this is a quote from Jim Carrey. Um, I act the way I do because I want to give people who are watching permission to be themselves. The biggest travesty in the world is people preventing and limiting themselves from expressing who they really are because they're afraid of what other people think. I made a a note in the margin. um, I heard not that long ago a, a saying, a quote that said, I no longer worry about my legacy, I just focus on my character. Because my legacy is what other people think of me. And my character is who I know I am. So I think that you should definitely worry about who you are to yourself. And build off of that. And you know it's hard in a world where everything is on Instagram and Facebook and uh, TikTok and Snapchat. And you're always trying to appeal to other people. I stop doing that. I just do what makes me happy. And um. Lie number seven is a genius is born. I'm not going to dive into that because there's a lot, a lot of uh, studies and other things. It's about four or five pages of him just expressing his belief on that. But to wrap up chapter, chapter six, uh, this is on page 106. Take a good look at some of the mistakes you've made. Have you let these define you? How have your feelings about these mistakes changed after reading this chapter? Uh, bullet number two is find a way to put something you've recently learned, even today, into action. Notice the difference it makes when you turn knowledge into power. And the, and the third bullet is think about a situation where you are allowed, where you allowed the opinions of others to sway your actions. How would your approach the same situation differently if the only opinion that matters is yours. Uh, So get my four G's to a limitless mindset and include more strategies for replacing limiting beliefs at limitlessbook.com forward slash resources. I highly suggest for those that don't actually have the book, um, maybe prompt, you know, write, write some of these things down. Um definitely go and purchase the book. Next time, I'm going to kind of do like I did today, and I'm going to go over motivation, the why. Um, and part three has a couple of chapter, a couple more chapters than this one. I think it's four instead of two, so I might end up breaking that into two. Um, For my mini-series, I'm contemplating starting another book, other than just doing uh, Tim Ferriss' book, just simply because I miss talking about war, I'm not going to lie. I I really, I love history, and um, I'm all for books like Jim Quick's Limitless, because I do think they're beneficial, but we'll see how it goes, you know, I guess you'll see for those that listen, you'll see what happens um, as always. Word from the sponsors. No, I'm just kidding. But on a serious note, uh, my friend Dom uh just released in an album called the Crap Album. You can look him up at Tony Shark T O N E E S H A R K. Also, my friend uh Pat he released an album called Moonchild Child Three. Both of these are on all streaming platforms, and um. Pat's, uh, rap name, artist name, his artist name is Neji Vibes, N-E-J-I-V-I-B-E, I'm pretty sure it's Z, I don't have my phone in front of me, but definitely go listen to them, awesome albums, um, Ask Alice, one of my favorite songs right now, along with Cement Fours by, uh, by Tony, by Tony Shark, if you're looking for a podcast that's, you know, lighthearted, funny. Keeps you entertained, but also keeps you up to date uh, with sports and other, I'd say, mainstream uh, news. Check out my friend Dom's podcast. So what you saying, him and his friends uh, from Slidell, Louisiana, they talk about all kinds of topics and whatnot. As always, go get the book. Um, support Jim Quick. You know, it's a it's an age of instant gratification and social media but there's people uh such as yourself listening to this that obviously you want to keep growing you want to keep learning so support those people that are out here doing that um also like subscribe leave a review of the pod and share this with your friends you know share this with your friends and family um That's all I got for you guys. Until next time, this is Emily Wilkins in The Evaluation, The New Age Book Club. Peace.